0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for choosing to be the best version you can be and taking all of this knowledge and wisdom in and applying it to your life to be a better version. If you, a better version of yourself. If you've been listening to like my podcasts, you will probably noticed that I have an extremely strong belief within like Your mind and your body is one and the same thing. And what you do and think reflects to how your body expresses itself. And what you put into your body also expresses like how you look, but how you helps you think as well. And there are some products that I like to share with you from Eternum Labs, which do just this. So we've got NMN at the moment. We have zone and we have Zen. These are like our main energy building products. So basically what the zone does, it's like an a cognitive enhancer. You don't need any stims. There's, there's no, there's no stims in here. And it's like a perfect replacement for coffee. So if you're going to have a workout, you need to cross the gym. You need to get into focus. You're going to, you're going to, um, jump onto a podcast call like I'm about to now, where you need to focus or get into the zone or get some stuff during the day. You know, you got a big day with some, like a whole bunch of different things that you need to do and you need to be on the ball zone. Sorts you out. Helps you get into the zone big time. It has all the juice for basically that your brain needs in order to think really well in it. So damn good. Secondly, Zen is full of all of the different products to help you get a really good sleep and wake up with a whole bunch of different... and With a whole... Load of energy. And basically, if like sleep is one of the most important things that you can like ever do in terms of recovery and recharging yourself. And this has all the things in there to help you basically need less sleep because you're going to have a better quality sleep. You're going to have better, you're going to have more deep, more REM and wake up with way better energy. And literally, we, I have the aura scores to prove this on my own aura ring. And i having, we're having clients who buy this product send us in their aura ring scores to show like, Oh my gosh, last night, look at how much my sleep improved and if you care about your sleep and recovery and muscle building and being in better energy this will be the product for you and also NMN this is our best selling product it's an anti-aging product but it's also an endurance product basically what it does is it supports energy converting in your cells because the process of energy converting in your cells declines as you get older and basically what this does is it prevents that. It has all the studies around it and it has all the research that have gone into it because it's sort of like a super, super, um, B vitamin that gets into your cells and helps like it's literally the molecule that supports like energy conversion and like with like blood vessel health and the rest of it it is like the supplement you want to get if you jump on to eternumlabs.com.au and you put in the cold like you you go and get a bundle of these bad boys because they always go to too damn quickly (laughs) whenever you're taking them get a bundle and you type the code in Corey with an E you will get 10% off. How good. A little extra note as well if you like keeping accountable if you like you know Crushing your life and, and and keeping accountability with yourself and helping like your mind, um, go through a to do list or a checklist to actually cross stuff. I have a um accountability book that you can purchase. You just have to DM me. Optimize with an S and you can get yourself one of those. Furthermore, if you've been following me, you must know that I love nutritional food and I love looking after yourself before even taking the vitamins and supplements, looking after yourself with the food that you actually take in. I've spent so many years um, going through and understanding like what food together is the best food, what food is the most practical and how do you make it like really tasty and that is like chopping certain vegetables and certain food up really, really small and cooking it in certain methods in order to make that happen. You can go to the link on my bio in my Instagram DM or you can go to my website, coreybatwell.com and then go to the blog section and you can purchase that recipe ebook for only $25. A lot of people sell their recipe ebooks for like $50. You can get this one for $25 dollars australian so it's very cheap Um, what you can also get if you guys are interested in any of my stuff is literally just by dming me health or dming me optimize with an s you can find out more about all the things that i offer so i highly recommend that so guys i also have just wanted to introduce to you before this podcast starts is Solbra. And if you don't know who he is, I've put all the links that he needs, well, all the links that you need to follow him and see where he's at in the links below as well with all of this Eternum products and my uh, my products as well and his stuff. Um I've been following Solbra for like the, probably the past I'd say 5 to 6 months. A good friend got me onto him and I just love his messages. I love what he shares. I love his wiz- I love his wisdom and this podcast we get into it and I'm so excited to share this podcast with you. Honestly, one of the best ones I've done. I enjoyed my time talking to Soul Bra so much. We just connect on so many different levels and you get to experience and go through the journeys of stuff that we um talk about in this podcast. So I'm super excited to share this podcast with you guys. So without any other interruptions during this podcast, sit back, relax, put your thinking caps on, make sure you've set the time to listen to this whole thing because it's insane it's literally insane and enjoy guys and we'll see you in the next one goodbye soul bro was good thanks for coming on the show man
1: oh my pleasure Corey. good to meet you good to have this chat
0: oh dude 100 percent. what's new man what have you been working on
1: uh at the moment uh we just actually got in the production the soul salts which Six. is the you know salt and magnesium you add it to your water to replenish electrolytes kind of like a natural Gatorade, if you will, yeah. um, not the Gatorade. Gatorade is actually garbage, so I don't want to compare myself to that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's that's the principle of what I wanted to do with the supplement, and we've just finally got those bags in production, so a few yeah. months' time, we will be on to that. Yeah. Um, other than that, just trying to... You know, take right? Over take over the world, uh, <laughs> bit by bit. You know, just, yeah. just um, keep the ball rolling and living yeah. well, eating well, all the kind of usual simple pleasures in life that uh, will make us happy day to day.
0: Oh, dude, a hundred percent. There's uh, getting sun on the balls, all of it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. That's number one. That's number one. Nothing else happens unless I've done that. That's That's the secret. You want to know the secret to my success? It's your fucking balls every
0: day. Just wake up. You get that vitamin D on the D and that's how you start the day.
1: Genuinely. Genuinely. (laughs) It's better than any other supplement
0: oh dude yeah (laughs) than any other supplement you can take you got the salts coming out you got the glycine no i haven't tried it yet man it's it's, adelaide at the moment it's just like (laughs) <laughs> oh, back in turn, a second turn your video
1: off, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah straight up yeah two seconds uh, like it's like super uv the sun's not out at the moment but i'm moving yeah, yeah, to the gold coast soon and um, yeah i'm gonna have to try it then i've got a balcony i've got yeah, some neighbors they're gonna have to deal with it no you've
1: got to place a few strategic towels around to block yeah. of view, you and yeah. you're good
0: <laughs> that, that, that's the secret sauce right there right mm. yes. <laughs> oh dude um oh man i just want to thank you for some inspiration dude i went to um came this week and i bought some huge wooden bowls to mm. like make my food go. in because cool. i i it's funny because one of my friends sent me your like instagram instagram account and was like you have to follow this guy because he like he's just on a whole nother level you guys talk about a lot about the same things like you're both like on the no fat train you both love the spirituality stuff um you both cook like this like roughly the same meals and i was looking at your meals and like your latest post was like on bison i've been eating bison for like the past month and i'm like oh my god yeah bison
1: buffalo
0: yeah oh bison buffalo like I think I'm pretty sure they're like the same thing. Very similar. Oh, that's what the butcher said anyway. I can't bloody remember. remember like, that. Yeah. Bison
1: is those big hairy ones, the water buffalo native oh, to Australia. Oh, sick. Look like cows with big horns. So, yeah. So, yeah. There's a difference. I think bison is better,
0: but. Yeah. Yep. Well, and I'm probably different. eating buffalo then at the moment too, because I get yep. it from like a local butcher, which is yep. sick. But, yep. dude, yep. the wooden bowl, like the big wooden bowl, I find is such a hack because not only it's like fits all your meals in there yep. like really nicely. Yeah. but it looks so good as well that while you're eating yeah. it, you're like...
1: <laughs> well, aesthetics matter, man, in everything. If you can make your mm-hmm. food look better every time, it brings you joy when you're having it. You know, that's the quality of your life. You're eating, especially when you're, you know, a, a big lad such as yourself, you're eating a lot. So <laughs> yeah. a, a, a normal dinner plate just doesn't cut it when you've got 400 grams of steak and two cups of rice. Like, I'm sorry, I need this... Otherwise, I'm going to be spilling shit everywhere. So that's where the wooden bowl came from. I, I believe it was sold as a fruit bowl, but it's like, no, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bought the definitely like salad bowl on the bottom. I was like, yeah, yeah. This is, this is it. Not we're, we're, we're on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and obviously everything you do, dude, is like super aesthetic. Like, dude, your photos. I use yeah. ArtStation to find my photos. Where do you get yours? That they're, they're so aesthetically pleasing a lovely of stories
1: and stuff uh pinterest
0: oh just pinterest yeah, yeah, yeah. That, dude that's sick there's so many good photos like you have one of like hercules slang the hydra the other day and oh, yeah. i was like oh yeah God,
1: yes they're nice the the classic uh paintings and things are the best where people you know hundreds of years ago just such talented artists uh, they just had paint and you know a brush and they created these masterpieces that just kind of speak to the soul because i think they're you know, delivering that artistic expression from a very pure place. And that's at least with the more famous pictures, um, what I like about them.
0: Dude, me too. And I actually spend a lot, of, uh, actually quite a bit of my time at the moment, actually looking at these art photos mm-hmm. and like the feelings that they make me feel just from I'm like, I'm just staring at like a photo right now, Yeah. but it's, yeah, it's yeah. either encapsulating a mood or it's motivating me, or it's mm-hmm. just like, it's just, this is like hitting my soul somewhere where I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's this an intangible feeling. And that's what all art should do, really. It's like if you, mm-hmm. if you need to have an art piece explained to you as to what it's trying to do, mm-hmm. it's not really very good art, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's interpretation of different art is going to be different. Like some people look at something and be like, meh. Others will look at that and be like, damn. You know, <laughs> I, I can't really put into words what that is. Mm-hmm. But when you see something that you like that speaks to your soul personally, you know, you know what that shit feels
0: like yeah, <laughs> yeah it dude it's actually amazing and like i kind of find that um like myself instead of scrolling on social media and having a bit of a look at just like what everyone's keeping up to is when i am looking at the different art pieces um because i'm not just like essentially watching a reality tv show of everyone else's life that i follow yeah. i'm looking at something that is literally like it's filling my cup man like it like it fills me up
1: yeah Exactly. It recharges you. And I think that's all the content that most people are consuming. It's, you know, either hyper repetitive, uh, very short attention span, dopamine spiking bullshit with TikTok <laughs> and meme videos. And like, haha, look how funny this is. It's not funny, actually. So don't yeah. fucking send it to me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, that, that just, it really just puts holes in your brain and you mm. can't really concentrate for other things or you just have this generalized, unconscious feeling of bleh you know when you're consuming too much on social media yeah. so i get that you know I, i'm probably still on my phone too much um <laughs> too. it's related to the business and things but uh if you, as long as you're you know first of all creating more than consuming if you're not in the capacity to create on social media i wouldn't even have it uh i, w- I would just delete it if you are create and then what you are consuming should inspire you and should give you knowledge and that comes down to following the right people uh mm. and you know being intentional with your time but okay, okay why am i on my phone what mm. am i doing right now rather than just receiving these inputs you never know what kind of things you're going to allow into your energy and have you know an, a negative comment boom now your morning's kind of off kilter like all that kind of stuff you can learn to deal with but if you can eliminate the source of it through intentional social media use, then it's a lot better, more beneficial.
0: Dude, imagine if they taught people that in like social media management because it's so new, like how to deal with social media. Purge regularly, like unfollow people all yeah. the time yeah. and make sure you're following the right people so that you have the right inputs. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And chuck your phone in uh, safe for <laughs> a few hours a day so you can't <laughs> touch it at least.
0: Yeah, that has like some sort of mechanism that only yeah, opens for a certain yeah, amount of time. I'm pretty so.
1: sure they make those.
0: Do they actually? Yeah. Dude, I should get one because sometimes, my God, it's like, ah, just need to lock that away somewhere. God damn. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a tool, right? And we can let it control us or we can use it to do what we're doing and share good stuff and hopefully help
0: people's lives. Dude, 100%, which is, I think, you're doing a really good job of. And how did you get into, like um, – like, aesthetics in the first place like into aesthetics you're into spirituality consciousness Mm. myth which like dude absolutely love like i read a whole bunch of myth and i read a lot of um conscious stuff as well and it just like the way it helps me understand everything is just ridiculous how how did you like get into that and using the aesthetics and like basically starting the journey that you've Mm. gone down
1: well from a very young age i have always had this sense of what looks good Uh, and it started with you know school projects my word art would be formatted properly and I just kind of felt like okay that looks good and I would always take the extra time to do that and you know the quality of my writing is always good but I I do think like you get the extra marks or whatever you know school's bullshit doesn't matter but you get the extra marks when the teacher looks at it and it's all presented nicely and you know I always got comments on that so I, I had that aesthetic sense for that stuff mm-hmm. and then it just kind of broadened out and i think what developed it was you know reading a lot of fantasy and myth books uh mm-hmm. as a kid in high school
0: like and, what was there any for example just quickly that you liked
1: uh well lord of the rings of course yeah yeah uh, aragon yeah. was a classic one um the red wall series that was uh you know they had uh, like Badges and mice dressed up in, like, knight's armor. That was when I was a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, quite, a, quite a lot. Like, I read a shitload. Harry Potter, obviously, was one of the main ones. I think everyone at that age uh, <laughs> yeah. read that as well. Yeah. Um, but the stories that they, you know, were kind of describing to me and myths as well, they're very inspiring. And mm-hmm. that's what's, you know, the benefit of myth and, you know, the, philosoph- the philosophy angle they married together because mm-hmm. – Yes, they're not literally true, but they are archetypes and representations of the feelings that humans have within them. Mm -hmm. And you can take lessons from myths and, okay, obviously you're not actually slaying a dragon, but what you are doing is facing your fears and slaying it in the sense of that I'm going to look at you, I'm going to be scared, but I'm still going to tackle it anyway, and that's slaying your dragon, whatever it may be in your life. That's what these kind of myths are talking about. And if you look at those, you look at, you know, Bible stories the same way and all of the major uh, spiritual texts, they're not literally true, but it doesn't matter. They still have truth within them Mm. because you compare them to the human condition and you take the lessons, you learn the lessons and apply them to your own life. Mm. And uh, yeah, all of that stuff that I read about, the natural aesthetic sense um, kind of developed as I know learn more about design or you know whatever i was just interested to me mm-hmm. um and yeah just just a life of kind of pursuing that understanding that and uh it's obviously helped me out in in, in the soul rough stuff now
0: oh straight up and then like obviously all of those things that like speak speak to you with those different myths is interpret however you want to interpret right which is yeah. like the, the beauty of it yeah. and yeah. then like for for people like me and you who look up to heroes and want to be like, like heroes, like for ourselves and and for other people. And to show people you like that, like, you, you can be your own heroes Is the people that also inspire us is the bodybuilders. Right. And then yeah. you look at them and they have these heroic physiques and you're like, well, I can do that too. And wearing a physique that looks like that, that sort of like demonstrates that you're your own hero i think really cultivates like some like power within yourself as well as all the different disciplines that come with it
1: yeah for sure well it's you're never going to see hercules depicted as a skinny pencil neck dude are you it's just (laughs) it's it it doesn't happen you know there's a quality of masculinity and heroism that you need to be jacked for you need to be strong otherwise how are you going to lift that sword to fucking Mm. kill the dragon yeah. Um, so it, it's a very primal thing, and you know it goes back to uh, our caveman brains. The the larger, more masculine, more jacked man is going to be more able to protect you if if you're a girl looking for uh, a mate. And so there's that kind of primal instinct within us. And then yeah, there's the second layer of it. Like you said, that it shows you have discipline. It shows you uh, are committed to a cause. Because uh, it's it's harder. It's you know it's hard to be disciplined consistently for years. And I don't like saying it's hard because that puts you know puts the wrong message in people's heads. Like I personally never felt that it was been hard because mm-hmm. I just logically analyzed like, okay, if I do this, I'll get bigger and stronger and feel better and eat the right foods and everything. Cool. I'll just do that. There, there wasn't really a, like a. oh oh, this sucks you know I love working out and I think a lot of these things that if you go into it and you want to improve your life and all of the negative limiting self-beliefs that society teach us it's hard to get in shape it's hard to start a business it's going to be a grind you're going to be slogging away for hours like all of that Mm -hmm. is like a self-fulfilling prophecy and you can throw those away and just say it's going to be easy for me to get in shape it's going to be easy for me to do this and whatever you believe and go into with the mindset of having even if it doesn't go the way exactly like you planned you're going to be much better off to Pursue anything and have success in anything. If you first analyze those beliefs and anyone that comes to you and says, that's going to be hard, dude, or, you know, that's, that's boring or whatever. No, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not listening to that. That's not part of my reality. And that's what I've really consciously learned over the last few years is like really being conscious of the self talk that you go through on a day to day basis, Mm -hmm. saying, I'm tired. Oh, okay. But then your subconscious just receives that as an input and makes you feel more tired like be intentional with everything you say because that plays out in your life and i think i went off on a tangent there
0: but <laughs> no, that was beautiful i literally had like the opportunity to talk to frank zane yesterday and he's oh, really yeah dude and Holy he, said, shit. he said the exact same thing you just said then
1: really yeah oh man it makes you happy because he's probably <laughs> one of my favorite bodybuilders ever
0: like um, like of all time the ecstatic god right yeah, <laughs> he yeah, is, yeah. there's is, a,
1: a he a great is picture enormous. of him just jacked to the gills in his old age sitting in like a lotus pose meditating and that's what i want to do you know? <laughs> that, how did you talk to him
0: that, that that is me dude i just went down i don't know some crazy amount of rabbit holes and somehow got onto him and got the opportunity and i was like i'm definitely gonna run with this so it was like yeah it was amazing man and um yeah he's like yeah he's super into the spiritual stuff like a lot of the i find some of the bodybuilders like are and they they get it and they and they um they do the work and they do the stuff but man zane was on a whole nother level when it comes to just the the spiritual side of things as well because i'm not sure um, like I've listened to a couple of his podcasts that he did with like other people yeah. and I was just like, man, like he's just so spiritually in tune. And yeah, yeah, he said the exact same thing as as what um you did, literally with like the story that you tell yourself, selecting the right words and yeah, the yeah. the right vocabulary will literally like in turn yeah, um yeah. be able to like basically just manifest your reality or, yeah, or yeah, take yeah, control yeah. of it. Because all, all the unconscious inputs that we're we're giving to ourselves will just start to happen. And I was oh, yeah, like,
1: yeah. Yes. It's crazy. Like so. it, it seems fantastical, and when you when you put it that way, but it's just a matter of perspective, right? Your perspective. Someone can look at something and think, "Oh, that's bad." Someone mm-hmm. can look at the same thing from a different point of view, and oh, that's good for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what does that do? The person that thinks that it's bad for them, or you know, it sucks is going to be negative which is Mm -hmm. obviously going to put off other people they're Mm -hmm. going to be less motivated to pursue things Um, they're just going to feel bad there's literally different brain chemicals that get secreted um, Mm -hmm. and you know at a physiological level impacts on your health when you're thinking from a a negative frame versus Mm -hmm. a positive frame Mm -hmm. so you have that the person that sees something that happens and interprets it as a good sign is going to be motivated by that they're going to be emboldened they're going to pursue they're going to be you know dopamine's higher they're just going to be friendlier to other people we're just going to open doors that you might otherwise you know someone walking down the street with a smile on their face you smile back and say hey and then who knows where that might lead so it's a matter of perspective and you can intentionally pick the perspectives you want to have in order to create a better reality because you know how you perceive things is a version of reality you can consciously manipulate that and yeah. that in turn creates a reality that you live in day to day it's also a, a matter of practice you know mm-hmm. gratitude for things uh instead of being negative negative. and if you go into something saying oh this is going to be this is going to suck then it's going to suck <laughs> but if you have to do it or you know you're in this situation now don't wish you were somewhere else because you're here The present moment is all that there is. So if you spend all your time in the present moment thinking about that sucked yesterday, Uh, uh, this is going to be bad tomorrow, what does that do to you? You know, that that is the real raising of your energetic level of, you know, your vibration uh, and that energy comes back to you on a day-to-day basis. And the only option, the only logical option is to be irrational in the way that we build these beliefs in order to create the, the highest level of success that we can.
0: Yeah which is absolute goal right and that obviously all starts as you were just saying from slaying the unconscious dragon yep. and making it conscious in order to create that yeah. how beautiful yeah that's an aesthetic simple, right yeah
1: it's very simple and yeah. it it requires a bit of self-analysis and you know it doesn't happen overnight but again do I want to say that to people? Because it can happen overnight if you really if it really clicks with you and resonates with you, you can overnight switch your thinking. And I don't want to say, no, you can't, or it's going to take years. Like <laughs> they're just self-limiting beliefs.
0: Yeah, true. Is there any tangible things that you would like recommend someone to do in order to like become more conscious? If they're listening to this right now, someone's like, oh man, like. I would love to be able to just do that, have that switch, you know, yeah. become more conscious for things. But they're like, what do I actually do like, to do that? What would you like encourage? Sure.
1: So the first thing is just to be, awareness is the first key. Mm-hmm. If, you become, if you're just living unconsciously, you're mm-hmm. not thinking about the food that you're eating, you're not thinking about the way that you're acting, the way that you're treating people, the words that you're saying about yourself, the story that you're telling yourself about your life. Mm-hmm. The first thing to do is to just be aware and conscious of that. Mm-hmm. When you live life being conscious of what you're saying and doing, then you begin to say, hey, you know, that was a bit mean. Why did I say that? And then you analyze why that emotional trigger or thought popped into your head. And then when you're aware that you've you, you've kind of built that barrier and separation between you as the ego that, you know, is this thing that we all have to deal with versus you as the person that is observing the thoughts that the ego kind of puts into your head. Mm-hmm. And once you make that distinction, that's probably the first step mm-hmm. uh, in terms of being conscious of your mm-hmm. the way you're living your life in every way. And, and slowly, if you find yourself saying these negative things that mm-hmm. you don't necessarily want to come true, you know, never, literally never say anything that you don't want to become reality. Mm-hmm. Even if it is this... You know, you, you meet someone, you say, oh, yeah, really hard at work today or just not, <laughs> not really feeling good, like, oh. all. Yeah.
0: Hold on. Your mic just cut out for one second then. Oh, we're back. We're back now.
1: Cool. Um, yeah, it's this performative level of small talk that seems to be pervasive in, in our society. It's like this group um, you know, it's, it's, it's a social thing that says, hey, yeah, how are you doing? Oh, not too good, whatever. Um, and you complain. Complaining is something you should cut out entirely because complaining is just reinforcing negative things, uh, you know, no matter what it is. And yeah. really, matter of perspective and, you know, one of the other concrete things that you can do to kind of shift out of this shitty mindset is gratitude. Mm-hmm. When something bad or what you perceive as bad happens to you, think about, you know, having gratitude for what you do have. Oh, I've got a nice house. I've got a fridge full of food. I've got the internet. You know, I I can read anything I want to. I can research anything I want to. There's not a literal war going outside my my house, which some people have to contend with on a day-to-day basis. Hey, you don't have to have a life where you're working in a coal mine as a kid, um, working for 15-hour days in the middle of Africa or whatever. And, you know, it's just a matter of perspective and gratitude for what you do have, rather than being accustomed and you know this is a it's a matter of like whatever environment you're consistently in you you get accustomed to it and you you, you lose perspective because it becomes normal but your normal is someone else's rich rich beyond their wildest dreams you know yeah. and
0: we're so us, blessed yeah so
1: blessed blessed for everything yeah. and that is something that you can do on a day-to-day basis if you find yourself complaining stop Interrupt that negative thought pattern. Don't say anything negative, and instead, three things you're grateful for. Boom! I'm grateful I can walk around. Boom! I'm grateful I can go to the gym. I've got this cool, clean water for me to drink. You know yeah. that 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 interrupts the negative thought pattern, so we can get stuck in. Mm. Uh, and is another conscious thing we can do. The other thing I would say is important is uh, to do affirmations. Mm-hmm. And affirmations as as negative things that you say repeatedly become part of your reality so to positive things if you're you know you you sit down you write a few things that you want to improve on and you you frame them in the way that they've already happened so Mm -hmm. you have affirmations i'm immensely self-confident you know i'm friendly to people Mm -hmm. um money flows to me easily and effortlessly Things like like rather than saying, oh, I'm so poor at the moment or it's so hard to make money. Like they're they're things that why would you want to believe that? That's not true, you know. And people that are making money, it is a matter of mindset shift before it is anything else. Because if you don't believe something is possible, if you think, oh, I have small calves, I'm going to have small calves the rest of my life okay, how does that help anyone to believe? First of all, it's not true. And I bet you haven't actually trained your carbs properly. Oh, it's all genetics, bro. Like, no, it's not just like any other muscle. But that is a, you know, no matter what, even if there's scientific studies that are, you know, likely funded by the wrong people, you can point to a study and say, hey, look, this is a scientific explanation of why I personally can't grow muscle. It's like, you're never going to watch. Nice. I don't give a shit about what they say in this in, yeah. you know, First of all, it's not me. Well, the study wasn't done on me. And second of all, they're probably you know, lab coat nerds doing their thing. They don't really – you know the studies can be – first of all, the statistics can be manipulated. Second of all, they're going into it with something that they want to prove. That's the nature of the hypothesis. But it doesn't serve you in any way, shape, or form to take something you read on the internet – that results in a negative output for your life. So positive affirmations are this way of uh, overwriting beliefs that were previously, you know, bringing you negative things and they sound a bit silly when you first start doing them. But, you know, when you you have a, a conscious effort to say things like the opinion of others is meaningless to me, Nothing scares me anymore. You know, they are these present tense, I am, I have, those kinds of things that with, when, with repetition uh, daily or whenever you, the thought kind of pops into your head, um, they overwrite your subconscious negative beliefs and in turn play out in the real world. So I would say gratitude, uh, affirmations, and, yeah, they're, they're the first steps, and then it all kind of flows from there.
0: Dude, I... Absolutely love that. And you just in a flow just then I was enjoying everything. that <laughs> you um, With the affirmations, man, one tool that like I've used um, for myself specifically, and I think this is like such a hack, is just buying like one of those A2 folding sheets of paper. Yep. And just like because it's like so big and it's more than just like a page and just like scribbling out your mind on those. I found for me to just be ridiculous. Like I literally scribble out little models or something for myself that I think is like a way to sort out my mind. And then people that I coach, I run through those things with and they're like, Oh my God, that is amazing. That's helped me get clear on my thoughts as well. And I'm like, yes. The other thing that you were saying was um, you were talking about like money and success and man, I love that so much that like that you also share things on like money success and like business i just wanted to get like clear on like what what's like your relationship with money man and how did you sort of like work your way to to like get success and start up the things that you did
1: right well like everyone um i well not everyone but (laughs) i i I grew up in a the lack mentality where it's you know money doesn't grow on trees um most businesses fail and that's just a result of my parents programming and you know Mm -hmm. what most of society thinks but money is everywhere money is flowing between people you just have to kind of stand in the way of some of it and and find a a profitable offer and Mm -hmm. you know the first thing comes with changing your mindset about it like if you think it's hard to make x amount of money then it's going to be hard for you but if you change your beliefs and say, it's easy. Big money deposits flow to me easily and effortlessly every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, I started doing affirmations like that. And a part of it was meeting some people online uh, through the Lambros, which, you know, they really put into perspective, you know, it is easy to make money and, you know, I'm not super rich yet. Um, I will be, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's time's um, just catching up.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And... It is a matter of that mindset shift, and when you shift from the lack mentality to the abundance mentality of "there's an infinite money amount of money out there, you just have to go claim some of it," um, and you know, give value enough to the world that you deserve that. Of course, you're going to have to put something out in order to to receive back. But it, it, it's overriding those negative self limiting beliefs, and then everything else follows. And obviously, you have to put in work obviously you have to build something that people want to pay money for but that was probably the 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 main thing and i've I've spoken to people that are like way way richer than me and they say like everything that holds you back is just your belief you know billionaires they believe that they deserve a billion dollars and the richest guy that's ever lived i think one of the Rockefellers, he you know he their family hasn't really gone down the right path now. But back in the day, he believed that he was on this earth to be the richest person so that he could use that money for good or for whatever he perceived was God's plan for him. And, you know, it's not a coincidence that someone that has that belief thus becomes that rich. You know, it is a matter of, believing that these things can be done. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck in this, you know, quagmire of negative limiting self-beliefs. And that was the first kind of step for me to see like, oh, it's all possible. I just have to put in the work and then, you know, it, it'll all happen. And I think with the with the business side of it, um, I, I share it because it is one of those things that people think like I'm poor, You don't want to say that to yourself. And I was at that point before. And, you know, it it was a very big stressful point in my life because when you don't have enough money, you're worried about like oh, in a couple of weeks time, I might not have enough money to pay the rent. That's a huge negative Mm. uh, drain on you. And Mm. it's not a nice place to be. And once you fix that, once you can buy the food that you want to, that's going to nourish your body, and live in a nicer Mm -hmm. place like all of that flows in on itself abundance you know it it all flows back and it's important to fix that because you know they say your level of happy again a study your level of happiness doesn't increase past like x amount but if you don't have enough money money isn't everything not having it is unfortunately Mm -hmm. and we can go into the specifics of like You know, the monetary system being set up by the big central banks in order to keep people in debt and, you know, worried about these bio survival tickets and the whole monetary system in the Western world is kind of fucked up at the moment. And I I think it's going to go. Shit hits the fan soon, even, even worse with inflation and, and the dollar collapsing and everything. But, you know, that's a separate issue. The, 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 the takeaway is like, you need money to survive, uh, in this current society, unless you're a legend and growing your own food and you, you don't necessarily have to spend that much money, but it is, it is important. And the other thing, the other limiting self belief or, you know, one of these attitudes about money is that, you know, being, being frugal and it, it it's, it's perceptibly like a good thing. You think, oh, he's always saving his money and and everything, and it's not never spending any that much. And unfortunately, what that does is subconsciously tells your brain that it's a scarce resource that we have to hoard and we have to gather as much of it because you know next week there might not be enough. And whether or not you're consciously thinking that, if you're going around, you know, tipping heavy to people, um, paying more than the price because you know, it was a good service, and you want to just give that back. Like, when you do that, it all seems to come back to you, like in 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 larger amounts, if you're contributing to the economy regularly. And I'm obviously don't take that to the 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 nth degree and just give away all your money. But if you can be uh, gratuitous with what you give out to the world, everything just seems to. Come back to you in larger amounts, partially because your brain is thinking, "Oh, yeah, money goes in, money comes out." It, that you know, that's the way of life. But then it, it removes all of those negative things, which are saying, "Oh, this is a scarce resource. I'm going to hold onto it tightly. It's, it's hard to make." Like those are limiting self beliefs that, unfortunately, a lot, a lot of people have, which just keeps them in poverty. And that was the, probably one of the biggest things for me to let like, go of. Like, it's weird. It's weird to say like, I'm rich, I big money deposits coming to my bank account every single day. Like it sounds weird and it's confronting a little bit, but once you get through that, um, it, it becomes your reality again.
0: Dude, I absolutely love that. And one of the things you said just and I love how you were saying like money, money exchanges are happening everywhere and sometimes what you have to do is just stand in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. And I've always sort of had this belief that I've like told myself is like, you know, how do people get like, a million or a billion dollars i mean they have the exact same amount of time that they have that we do in a day they've just made better decisions as and what i've just had a belief like what i've just overcome them while you were speaking was they make better decisions because they believe in themselves more so thank you for saying that because that helped that little click and i was on a i went on a mushroom journey i think it was two weekends ago and um there was one stage because I did it with like a, there was like a group of us and we all did it obviously very intentionally ceremonially, yeah. gave the medicine, the respect that it needed and Good. had certain tensions. Did the, we did all the circle. We did like our own palms, prayers and stuff before we like jumped into it. Yeah. And one of the things that come up we were talking about was like, how do we get money? We kept saying, and then we will just like, just ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Literally just, just yeah. ask for help. And ask for money for yeah. whatever area that like you're passionate about or doing, and you'll get it. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, it, again, it seems weird and it seems like silly, but it works. And mm. as long as you're again putting out value, you're going to be appropriately mm-hmm. uh, compensated for the value you're putting out to the world. The other thing is with helping other people. If you want yourself to be helped, you have to help other people. And that's, you know, partially why I, I, I do the social network stuff. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I was just helping people without any monetary gain. You know, I was working my other job uh, at the time mm-hmm. when I first started. And all of that, I think, was beneficial to me because you it, people, if they are helped by you, they're going to eventually want to help you back. That's, mm-hmm. that's just as natural. So if you, on a networking level, if you help someone out with this, months later, then, hey, man, I, I met this guy. He'd be good to talk about a supplement put out you know that's Mm -hmm. happened to me so it's like it's not a one-way street and -hmm. you have to take the first steps to help other people to make other people money if you make other people money you're gonna get that money you know take Mm -hmm. a percentage or whatever that's another thing it's like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: whatever it goes back to the central principle of whatever you want in this life you have to first put out to the universe and then you'll get it back
0: yeah, and then also feeling worthy of opportunities when they do come up. Yeah. Where it is you're going to be receiving money and if you have got a bad relationship with it, it's like be really worthy of that. Like I've had some experiences recently where um, just some things that have happened in my life have sort of like just manifested themselves and they had these great opportunities. And I've gone through like little parts that I was aware of and that I was conscious of as the things were saying before and be aware and conscious Was well, I started noticing myself being like, Oh, I'm not sure if I like deserve this. Service. I'm like, fuck yeah. You deserve yeah, this man. Like yeah, you've yeah, helped yeah. so many people you've done all these things. And now it's like boomerang coming back to you. Like you're worthy yeah, as yeah. fuck. And I was like, Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Yes. Yeah. And also just like a question to you with the networks and stuff that you created. Um, like, what, what like systems, this is a sort of like a selfish question, like mm. what systems and stuff did you use to like create the, the community? Um, I wouldn't say that
1: it was like a conscious system other than, so there's like, I, I just started with sharing the content that I enjoyed and I yeah. knew and I knew had helped me mm. along my path. Mm. And obviously I don't know everything now, but I do know a few things and just sharing that. Um, The other side of it, system-wise, I guess, is putting in the work every day, putting Mm -hmm. out content every day, replying Mm -hmm. to people every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not every single day, of course, you should have days off and Mm -hmm. all the rest of it. But generally, building that habit of Mm -hmm. putting out stuff Mm -hmm. and putting out good quality stuff, uh, your account's going to grow. And your network is going to, you know, the more people you help, the more people who actually genuinely want to stay in touch. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of plays in on itself. The other thing with, you know, I guess content creation is just pulling the trigger and not worrying so much and just writing something and you edit it a little bit, of course, but then, boom, just send it and then get it on to the next thing because 90% good is great or, you know, even 80% and it'll all hone itself and you'll get better at it and you'll you'll become more skilled in terms of the writing um style that you personally develop you know everyone has their own unique voice but it, it it's a it doesn't have to be perfect and it won't ever be perfect and that's the other thing that people will strive for perfection so much that they'll worry and i'm um and R, ah, and they'll wait a week to put out a video where in terms of the grand scheme of things you put out something and then get onto a new thing the next day that is infinitely more powerful than the perfect blog post or the perfect article And a lot of the time, if you shoot from the hip and you just speak from yourself point rather than trying to really have this manufactured, completely scientifically fucking edited 100%, that's not as real. And that doesn't resonate energetically as much as just kind of speaking of how right how you talk in your head. Uh, And that's what I do. And I think that's what's um, at least resonated with a lot of people. The other thing is consuming the right kind of uh, content because you can, you can write a lot and eventually you're going to run out of stuff. Like there's a lot of outputs going out. You have to have some inputs and the information that I share, I've learned from other people, you know, like I didn't create any of this stuff. It's, all of these people that have come before me and I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to access their wisdom and knowledge and read books and then you read something or a passage which really sparks something in your head and then you write your take on this particular concept and, you know, maybe do a bit more research and then boom, you've, you've got a blog post, you've got an article, you've got an Instagram post. Like it's, it, And a, you don't want to consume more than you're creating, but some consumption of high-quality material Uh, from other people you respect or from the ancients, you know, Mm. um, these people that have written books condensing their wisdom of their whole life. You can go and access that at any point. So kind of having your own spin on that and systemizing, just putting in the work and writing daily and creating these habits that it's not going (laughs) to – I'm not going to say that. But (laughs) (laughs) – catch myself but (laughs) you got to build the habits that over the long term if you're producing one percent each day eventually that's going to snowball into success the straight up and And being a good person as well like Mm. online just as in person you're not going to go up to someone and say oh you're a dickhead you know that's the people can because it's behind a screen and and a keyboard you can act in a way that which you never would in person so i think that's also a, a really kind of key thing to success long term is and building a reputation is just doing good by people never fucking people over and if you encounter people that are negative completely cut them out from your life this is in general and in real life as well but again whatever you put out is going to come back so you can kind of protect yourself against the long-term negatives of you know um, that kind of break down people's successes by just helping others as much as possible being a good dude and putting in your work and if you're doing all that then it really sky's the limit and you're not gonna not succeed
0: oh bro straight up i love that you shared that also just as like a question what sort of what books and stuff are you reading at the moment what are like some of your all-time favorites that you've sort of like drawn some wisdom from and had some like new lessons or new learnings that you've been like oh
1: yeah okay so there's two that i'll bring up one is Reality transurfing by Vadim Zeland.
0: All right, I'm going to Zealand. Zealand, to one's down. Hold on, two seconds. Let's get that. What yeah. was that again?
1: <clears throat> reality transurfing
0: reality by transurfing.
1: Vadim Zealand. And this is kind of like a holy grail with you know reality shifting these mental models which help us navigate the world. And he's written this. He's a quantum physicist, very smart dude, and he's written this from the perspective of what is a model of the world that will give me the most, most success and let me live in the most successful and happy way? And he hasn't written it being like, you know, this is the one true model of the universe, law, everything, because that's, that's not possible to prove. But he does mention all these things which help us navigate reality in a way that is going to bring us the best possible result. so one of these concepts that I wrote about on my Instagram recently um, is pendulums now Mm. a pendulum is an energetic entity whenever people are all kind of thinking about the same kind of thing obviously the most prevalent example at the moment being the COVID pendulum right Mm. a pendulum is uh, an energetic entity that gets built when a lot of people are thinking about the same thing when they're you know fans of a sport there's the sport pendulum there's you know, if big companies become their own pendulum, they they exist to draw energy, and it doesn't matter if you are positively or negatively thinking about them; they will draw that energy. So, the COVID pendulum is probably the biggest one across the world at the moment. And every time it tries to latch its, you know, it latch its claws onto you, and it tries to provoke you by making you scared, angry, jealous, annoyed, uh, also the positive emotions as well that you. It, if if that pendulum, um, you know, if you're part of the, uh, the work company or something that then brings you positive emotions that it then steals, like it's, there are some good pendulums, but most of them, the ones that take our day-to-day peace away uh, are negative. And so this concept of when something tries, when something provokes something within you, which then puts you off kilter. And then you start thinking about that thing and, and ruminating on this negative thing all the time. Um, that is a pendulum, which, you know, it's, it's very important to think about these things as rather than just this thing that you think, like if you visualize that as a, you know, negative entity trying to steal your energy, you can become more conscious of when that happens to you. So pendulums, uh, and my Instagram post a while back, or I think it was even yesterday, um, you can go read and it has it in a bit more detail. But that's something, you know, he's, he speaks about so much in this book and mm. it's it's a very thick tome. So I recommend everyone kind of they want to properly understand the tools and skills to navigate the reality, bring a, a new reality into their life that they want, go read that book. Um, <clears throat> have you read Four Agreements?
0: I've read Four Agreements, old Don Miguel. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He's, he's a G, yeah. but that's a classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, People can go read that one. Uh, yep. I'm also reading "The Fire Within" by Carlos Estanada. I think it is. I might might have forgotten his last name. "The Fire Within." Uh, so, uh, an important concept that he describes is the the, the issue of self-importance,
0: hmm. and
1: he's a, a a Native Indian mystic and. The idea of self-importance is is really the root of our suffering and the ego itself being, you know, self-important. And, you know, the ego is why we judge others because we want to bring them down and make ourselves feel better in, in relation to them. And self-importance, if we can remove that entirely, then a lot of our mental suffering reduces as well. Like if someone insults us, but we don't have, you know, we're not attached to our self-importance then we can just let that go and you know it, it, we can't take offense to things sorry you can't give offense you can only take it and mm-hmm. self-importance is why we take offense because someone offends our favorite sports team we go no that's not right blah 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 and we're attached to that identity because we think we are self-important and it's it's a balance right you don't want to think you are nothing because you know you're a divine being and we we deserve everything we want in this life and you have to have that innate belief in that and the confidence in yourself and I'm a good dude and everything but also you you don't want to have that self-importance rise to a level in which when it's attacked or when things go wrong you think oh I failed like that is the the core of a lot of our mental distress and if you can remove that self-importance then it, it really helps
0: a lot which is sort of like just getting like rid of sort of the grandiose part of your own ego right
1: yes yes a yeah. key point you won't get rid of it ever right? <laughs> yeah. yeah it will remain with us yeah. that's that's yeah. just the nature of the ego but you can learn to recognize when it's being triggered recognize when it's not your conscious thoughts and energy the like good energy that you want to create and, and just learn to ignore it and avoid it, so there are two concepts that i've i 've learned about recently, but man i will probably send you a list afterwards as well, which you can drop in the show notes um, right. of a, a lot of good books you know it 's endless really I, i've been filling up my bookshelf recently hard copies of books because we never know when when all the ebooks and everything suddenly might be taken down when the information's considered too... Too good for the the public masses to have, you know.
0: So true, and I like also I also like hard books because I like to underline things and like write things yeah. out as well at the same time. So that's why I sort of like um, hardcover books as well, um, yeah, yeah. and that also makes sense that you're talking about um, just then with sort of figuring those out in order to you know bring in um, really good energy and one of the things that like i stopped like um in august which was like um i think it was it was early this year when i started like jumping on like your journey and following your stuff a bit like yes um, mm. was doing a quitting masturbation it was one of okay. like the best things that um like i've ever done and it's sort of like it's for me personally it's sort of been very underrated and like people like don't talk about it too much mm. and i like i love that you sort of also talk about sex relationships, the whole no fap train. And, and there's like no like filter around it. And it seems very like comfortable about how we are talking about it, because like, I believe that it really should be because <laughs> like it, in, in part of my my own experience with it is depending on like certain circumstances or, or people that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are just like unconsciously actually like not even just addicted to masturbating, but just addicted to love and sex at the yep. same time and they don't even realize it and for me yeah. like for me personally it's just sort of like dissolved all of that and i have yeah. all of this energy like within myself and sort of just being able to like grind hustle self reflect yeah. um like create manifest things cuz i create a whole bunch of space yeah. like yeah. within my own life with it i just want to get like your thoughts on that
1: yeah well it's it's several things so our sexual energy is a creative energy Mm -hmm. and it is the root of all creation all output all you know creative thought is is kind of rooted in our sexual energy and if you're constantly depleting that and you know this is why porn is made so accessible and pushed in today's society is because it takes away our natural creative and spiritual powers and a, a dude that's constantly looking at porn and and masturbating and releasing his you know jing energy through ejaculation that that's a docile male that's someone that doesn't have the energy to defend himself or create a better life for life for himself you know at base level like if you think about what you're doing when you're watching porn and, and touching a dick it's like you know am i a monkey like am i slave to these <laughs> desires like do i want to be the kind of guy that's looking at pixels on a on a screen and you know I think every guy knows the feeling of, of just having wank to porn and it's like, oh fuck, it's, it's this real negative energy um, that has, you know, follow-on effects for the rest of your life. And one of the key things that I think will lead to a lot of people just naturally awakening and naturally doing better in their life as a guy is to stop, stop this entirely. Like, from now on, you're not the kind of guy that, that masturbates or watches porn at all. And that frees up some time um you know maybe getting better sleep your recovery is better semen itself has so many important vitamins and minerals and zinc and all the rest of it that all creates energy sorry requires energy to create if you're constantly depleting that life force from your body then you're going to be leaching minerals from the rest of your body which you then can't you know used to repair your muscles you know all of that kind of thing is at a biological level why you shouldn't just bust nuts all the time and even if you're having sex i recommend retaining semen for longer periods of time because like you said you get that extra energy that extra potential uh, to to affect your life positively um, but you know on a spiritual level it, it enables you to get out of that base level of only physical release like There are levels of energetic orgasm that you can, if you channel the energy up your spine instead of outwardly through ejaculation, when you do have sex, uh, you achieve these higher levels of consciousness and feeling and pleasure. Uh, So it really is something to look into for any guy. There is a a concerted effort to sexualize every part of our society so that we never kind of grow out of these endless, cycles of sex and physical gratification and even if you're only if, if you don't masturbate you don't watch porn but you're still you know having one night stands and there's no you know real emotional connection with your sex that it's just a it's not a conducive and good pathway to go down and I think once once you mature a little bit uh, you understand that but if you can realize that at, at a younger age or today now if you're listening to this podcast that is one of the greatest things you can do because You know, Nikola Tesla, probably the greatest inventor that you know, recent times, um, he he was completely celibate. And, you know, he has these these quotes where he talks about um, them, one, being distractions and, you know, uh, there's a reason why monks never, you know, they take a vow of celibacy as well. And some people think, and I was like this as well, some people think it's like a weird religious thing that, you know, it's kind of... Puritanical to never engage in sex or whatever, but I I take the view of you know sex is great, sex with a loving partner is going to strengthen your relationship, energize both of you. But the smartest thing you can do is to have sex still, but just you know train your kegels so you can hold hold the nut in when you're getting to that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also just be intentional with like, okay, busting three times every day for a week is going to leave you completely drained, and that's just a fact. So Mm -hmm. experiment with at least. You know, no porn, no masturbation at all. Uh, and then to the next level is having sex, but not busting every time. It doesn't have to have that physical end. You can mm-hmm. still enjoy 99% of it without those 15 seconds of, of, of super concentrated pleasure. And it opens up these gates to these higher levels of pleasure and connectedness with your partner uh, that are kind of, you, you can't access if, if you're busting all the time. And mm-hmm. that's the whole kind of spiel about that.
0: Oh, dude, it's so true. And, like, I'm so happy I'm having this conversation with someone else because as far as, like, I go with my coaching clients and stuff, I'm the only one that's sort of talking about it. And first, I was experimenting, like, with myself. And one of the things that I noticed was that, like, not ejaculating every single time as a guy, like, made you want to have sex way more. Like, libido doesn't increase. And you have sex, like, with my sexual partners, like, we would have sex so much more yeah <laughs> because we take yeah. it and it was it was it was so much more enjoyable for me yeah i wanted to have sex so much more and like i could really enjoy like as a guy obviously one of the things that we like really appreciate in girls is their beauty and their aesthetics yeah. and like i would find that i appreciated that so much more yeah. and i was just talking about it to my coaching clients and we were talking about stuff and i was like you know what maybe you guys if you're motivated like give it a shot and see how we go and they found the exact same things happen to them, and yes, it's hard at hard at first, and yes, you get challenged, and yes, the old training, the Kegels, like I believe is like real, real, um, like hard to do, but you get there. And mm. one of the most amazing things that have like come out of that was when they were talking to, or like their partners were talking to me, is mm. that girls were saying, "Okay, it was hard for me at first to sort of get over like mm. like him not ejaculating every time, yeah. but now our sex is." so much better and he and he is like so much more present and we have connected together on a a whole different level so thank you for sharing and saying those things man like i just couldn't i couldn't vouch for that anymore like i don't encourage like well actually i would i'd encourage every single one every single person to try it but i wouldn't force it on anyone it's like if it if you feel called to it like go for it so yeah man thanks so much for saying that
1: that's all right. That's my pleasure, man. Again, it's one of those things that's helped me and improve the depth of my relationships. And I know it can do the same for others. And, you know, this is ancient wisdom. You know, yes. the Taoist, if anyone's uh, interested in going into it more, uh, read about the Taoist methods. Um, they, 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 you know, that school of thought, they understand like ancient Chinese wisdom of sexual energy, Qi, all the rest of it. Um, that, it, yeah, it, it makes. The sex you have better. Like some people reject it because oh your wife's under fucked or whatever. It's like mm, I guarantee you that the opposite will happen if you can mm-hmm. control that. You know you have stronger erections. You have this insatiable, not insatiable, but this <laughs> 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 um, this this power within you. And when you're on a when you're on a streak of not ejaculating, like nothing faces you. You don't have negative thoughts. There is no anxiety. You're bright eyed. You make eye contact with people. There's you. You're just starting conversation with people everywhere your your energy at a base level is is just higher, and that to me is infinitely more valuable than the fifteen seconds of ejaculation
0: pleasure. so. So valuable. that my main intention when I first did it was like when I started thinking about it, because obviously, like as I think majority of men growing up, we've all been addicted to porn, we've all been there, they've gone down the dirty train of just like looking at all all the crazy stuff that is on the porn sites and getting rid of it. But what I found to myself was like I really want to call in and manifest my dream partner. I literally want to mm. find the girl of my dreams and like live a life with her. And I was like, well, Firstly, I need to focus on, like, developing myself so that, like, yeah. I'm at a level to attract um, a girl of, like, that that value that I want to really bring in. And yeah, yeah. and to do that, I need to not be wasting or, like, getting my fix from porn. So, yeah, as, yeah. as soon as I did that, it was, like, I mean, I was, like, a month in and I was, like, this is the best thing that I've, that I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. th- like this year is the best thing I've ever done. So,
1: yeah. Well, it, everyone realizes that once they get over that initial hump and like, you know, you said the way I speak about it, there's, there's, you know, there's no shame. There's no, everyone's been through it. Everyone's watched porn, especially in Western society. You know, mm-hmm. it, it is a, an issue that it is so accessible. And one of those things that I, you know, I wholeheartedly uh, agree with banning porn completely uh, mm-hmm. and not having it th- this like, yeah, yeah, everyone watches porn, you know, <laughs> it, it's very toxic and it can, Really reduce the the feelings that you have towards women in general um, to this kind of muted level. Not to mention all the 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 dopamine insensitivity that it creates. Yeah, um, dopamine obviously being the motivational chemical that makes you feel good when you achieve things. If you have that constantly spiked by. 10 different fucking porn videos open in your tabs at once. You know? <laughs> Everything else seems more like gray and, and less vibrant in the rest of your life. So you're naturally going to start to have more motivation to pursue other things in your life uh, when you're not wanking all the time. And, yeah, I, I really recommend anyone that is thinking about it, just do it.
0: Dude, yeah, straight up. Just like if you know you know as well that like if, it is grabbing your attention and you are attracted to it that you're going to experience fear and resistance and that is your opportunity to like be a hero Mm -hmm. and actually go out there (laughs) and get it done as well thing is,
1: like sorry the other thing is if you create it as this huge thing that you're fighting against then it steals your energy that way as well Mm -hmm. the better thing to do is to just make the impassionate non-emotional decision to not let the porn pendulum going back to what I was speaking about before steal Uh, your energy anymore and even if if you're thinking like oh I gotta avoid it I gotta avoid it I gotta avoid it you're feeding that energy and that's gonna just stick around in your life so simply make the decision to take this other pathway in life where I, I don't watch porn and I don't masturbate and then you know if you have that mindset Um, The other thing is not treating it as like a streaks of of days because that increases the pressure on yourself. Mm -hmm. Any lessening of what you're doing now is going to help you and it will be a process. But to just impassionately decide to take this other pathway in life, as with all things and all bad habits that are, you know, if, if you're worrying about quitting smoking or things like that just negative habits that don't serve us don't fight against them just make the impassioned decision i'm not going to be that kind of person anymore i'm not going to give my time or energy to it and whatever you don't give energy towards kind of just withers and dies just like plants so that that's how i would um yeah go about doing it
0: oh for sure man for sure and it's definitely you sort of cult like some serious like self-respect through that as well yeah. what are, um just cuz i'm like super intrigued man what do you like like love doing. What are some other things that like you really love doing that like bring you, um, let's say, like self fulfillment?
1: Hmm. Well, obviously the gym, working out,
0: seeing <laughs> yeah, yourself
1: as you know pumped up in the mirror, and, and knowing you're doing something good for your body and mm-hmm. using your body how it's meant to mm-hmm. be used. Like everyone gets addicted to that feeling of mm-hmm. developing their strength and looking better and feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just simple pleasures, man. Like everything you do day to day sitting in the sun in the morning uh and and just really being present in that that makes me happy helping other people and putting a smile on people's face that that obviously makes you feel good as well Mm -hmm. um particular things that you know hobbies that i do i like to obviously write i love writing and Mm -hmm. i'm luckily lucky that solbra it kind of enables me to do that um Mixing music is a passion of mine. I have a few mixes out, Soul Wave, uh, so people can listen to those on SoundCloud. That's another hobby. Um, just being outside, exercising, cooking good food, reading, uh, meditation, yoga is a big one. You know, all these things that are hobbies that are either energy giving rather than energy taking mm-hmm. and promote health and well being. If you can create a lifestyle where, you know, you're genuinely enjoying the things that bring you a higher level of potential uh then that's a great place to be and that's what i aim to do is like this conscious what am i doing is this going to help me progress in life uh is it enjoyable doing it as well and and picking those things um on a day-to-day basis simple pleasures because that's you know you're not going to be on holiday every single day So you got to learn to be appreciative and grateful for what goes on every day and enjoy every moment because like it is possible no matter what you're doing, even like washing the dishes, being present and thinking, okay, how am I going to properly wash these dishes? I have a dishwasher, but you know, you still wash the big bowls or whatever, but the principle of finding presence Mm -hmm. and not time traveling, which is either worrying about the future or you know, being upset about the past in your head, just be, the present moment is all that exists. And if you can realize that and 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 gather a sense of presence in everything that you do, then it innately becomes uh this level of enlightenment. And you know, I'm not there. Obviously, it's a it's it's a process, but that where you are absent of the treadmill of negative thoughts or just thoughts in general that are trying to take you out of presence, uh, then that if you can find something. That does that for you in some kind of movement or activity then that's what I would pursue and that's what I try and do in my life
0: oh dude so much and I absolutely love that you said that um one thing that um Mr Zane said to me yesterday which I think that like that, that you that you'd really like which kind of hit me um well firstly before doing that is also with doing the dishes one thing that I've kind of found myself like recently doing is like well I get to do the dishes I like I, I get to make beautiful food. I get to have okay. these big salad foal, salad bowls that I eat the stuff out of that I yeah. like and I, yeah. I'm proud of. So I actually get to clean it and do these yeah. things. And, like, I don't have to go to KFC and eat these shitty food in these city greasy boxes. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that well, that you were saying um, as well, which I had this sort of thing that um always believe myself is, like, oh, not enlightened, not enlightened. And, and Zane said this yesterday, and he was, like, we're all enlightened. Like, we are all enlightened. We just don't know it and i was like mm. i was like oh my god it's that simple <laughs> like it is that yeah. simple we're all in but we just don't know it i was like <laughs> thank you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> like thank you for that as well man i really want to like just because like you do you focus on nutrition you know a lot about subs and stuff what is what does like your fridge pantry and sort of like vitamin sup thing look like like currently at the moment for things that you're either using or or trying.
1: Right. So fridge, I usually have it's. You have a few basics, and you know consistency in your diet is key. But obviously, you have your rice, potatoes. That's usually they're not in the fridge, but you know whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're the main carbohydrate sources other than fruit. I eat a lot of fruit, probably six to eight pieces a day, mm. and. Fruit is super important for you, really easily digestible. Uh, Potatoes, rice, obviously, a lot of meat in the fridge. I've got bison mints, ground beef, you know, things like that. They're pretty much already chewed if you Mm. think about it. So, if you're eating a lot, especially trying to put on weight as a bodybuilder, it's very easily digestible to just have that mince uh, as your meat of choice because it's already ground up. If you're having a steak, really. Uh, chop it up thin, into thin pieces and chew it a lot uh, if you just have a big chunk of steak that you don't necessarily chew very well then that's just going to kind of sit in your gut and you're not absorbing as much of it as you can so that's another tip if you're eating steak which I eat a lot of as well uh, kimchi, sauerkraut those probiotic fermented mm-hmm. vegetables are a massive key then I have butter, cream eggs in the cupboard and a lot of olive oil coconut oil and, you know, that's that's honestly pretty much it. Like it is it is pretty simple and some would say repetitive. But when you have high-quality foods that, like you said, you enjoy cooking and you enjoy eat, eating that tastes delicious, then it's really not an issue and it's not hard to stay on top of. A lot of high-quality sea salt as well, very mm-hmm. important if you're training hard and just want to live a healthy life. Mm-hmm. Um, my supplement cupboard, probably things that I have every day, Not every day because you should always give yourself, your body, some time off supplements in order for them to, you know, your body gets used to something that it has every single day. So it's good to take a a day or two off so that your body can really uh, gather the nutrients when it does have it in its diet. So magnesium is number one. Uh, I have magnesium breakthrough, but Mm -hmm. bio-optimizers. I also have magnesium chloride flakes from ancient minerals and I'll, I'll have the magnesium with the meals and then magnesium chloride I add to all the water that I drink. Uh, it's one of the most important minerals that your body needs. Um, everyone's deficient in magnesium pretty much unless they're supplementing it because of our soil quality and most people are not eating properly even then. So magnesium is a huge one. Uh, I also love liver pills or dried liver, desiccated liver. Uh, obviously, fresh liver is the best and probably... The best superfood on the planet, bar none, uh, in terms of the nutrition and, and levels of everything that's in it. Uh, yeah. And the desiccated liver means you can it's, it's easier to just have a few um, pills with each meal so that you can you know get those nutrients um, every time you're eating. Uh, I also...
0: Hold on, the mic just cut out again. Yep. And you're back on. Cool.
1: Um, Shalajit, have you Ooh. tried that?
0: I haven't tried it, man. I have seen oh, it absolutely man, man. everywhere. And I've been so intrigued recently. I've been like literally researching on yeah. its effects on testosterone. I've been researching its effects on everything. And I've like sort of gone down the Shilajit train and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm kind of getting like a little bit <laughs> excited to be honest. Yeah, yeah,
1: No, it's great. And so it's basically fulvic acid concentrated vitamins and minerals uh, it's a resin that gets produced in the himalayan mountains it kind of bubbles up out of the ground it's like this really you know crystallized plants rocks things like that mm-hmm. and you dissolve it in water and then drink it or mm-hmm. you can have tablets but i like to mix it with water it's got a very earthy strong taste mm-hmm. which can take a while to get used to but now my body craves it and it basically it's effects on testosterone uh because of all the trace minerals within it, all those little micronutrients in this concentrated form that really it's like a nine-day difference with um, how it makes you feel and the energy you have, um, your sex drive, testosterone, recovery, mm-hmm. all the rest of it. So that's something I take most days. Bold. Um <clears throat> what else? Obviously, glycine is, is something that I have myself uh, through Soul Supplements. Uh, it's a, an amino acid, the simplest amino acid, and we have it in a very pure U S made U S sourced form, which I, I like to take with chamomile tea at night. And what that Mm -hmm. does is it improves the quality of your REM sleep, uh, and also just makes you feel a bit dozy in general. It's got a delicious, sweet taste. So that's something that I'll have in my tea every night. Uh, and the recovery is, is way better and the the quality of your sleep is better. So I, I really recommend that as well. Um, you know, I could go on and on about all the different supplements that I take but what I will say is the supplements that are in the isolated form generally not as good as the whole food supplements. so like vitamin C by itself ascorbic acid not necessarily that good to take but if you could take like a dried form of very high concentrated um, fruit extracts like kakadu plum for example that's a whole food yeah. vit- vitamin C supplement uh, that's going to have benefit to taking each day but in its whole food form is really where the best bang for your buck is gonna not all supplements are like that but you know root powders like ashwagandha maca root uh tongkat ali is is a herb again if you've dried the leaves down that's a whole food form of a supplement they're the ones that are going to give you the most benefit and have the least adverse reactions you know liver pills it's just liver condensed so like is it a supplement really yeah it is you supplement your diet with it but it's a whole food form of something natural mostly unprocessed and and that's what i would say with with most supplements
0: the ancient wisdom modern science yeah dude i um i absolutely love that and there's two things there like firstly have you tried celtic salt
1: yes yes uh, that's what I use for most
0: of my yep. stuff. Yeah, so I use a lot of Celtic salt too. Like um, I I nerd out on it. <laughs> it's and, so um, yummy as well. Dude, it's so good. I literally put on everything. And like when I was doing the research on it, I'm like, it's so much less lower in sodium and so much higher and everything else. I was just like, yeah. how is this? And it's so cheap. Like Great it, mineral content. So cheap. Yeah. I was like, how is this not a staple in everyone's house? Like what? Yeah, and, I know. Oh, man. Have you ever made um, liver pate? No, I haven't. Oh, bro. There's one hack. Like, um, you've shared with me like a thousand hacks and I can't wait to try all these out. Like, I've known about the kakadu plum, but I've never gone out and get it. So I'm definitely going to do that. And like, I'm so sold on the shillajit. I can't wait. But um, me and my friends sort of, like really nerded out for a while. I'm on like a, a comp prep diet at the moment, so on the, on the shred, so it's a little bit more strict. But yeah. with pate, I just get like a, a fresh um, veal liver or or um, like a free range chicken livers. Yeah. And what I would do is I would in in a pan, I'd just cook up a lot of garlic, thyme, onion, and then a whole um, can of like organic coconut cream. And I'd, nice. like, cook all of that up with Celtic salt. And then in a separate pan, I'd fry up um, the liver with, like, nice. a little bit of Celtic salt, maybe a little bit of, like, organic um, olive oil. And then you just put them in in a blender, and then it turns into, like, a oh. butter, and you put yeah, it yeah. into the fridge. You just put it with your meals or nice. on, like, sourdough bread or anything else, man. It is so ridiculously tasty. <laughs> like, the first yeah, time I we made it, we just, like, we went crazy and, like... People literally come around like to, to yeah. our house, and like, dude, you got to try this pate that I made. Yeah. And we're like, it. we're like going crazy over it. So, oh man, I, I would love to see like a post on that. Um, right. I'll, on, I'll get on onto it. On your Instagram, bro, I would feel so appreciative of, um, yeah. of that for sure.
1: Will
0: do. <laughs> yeah. So, man, well, I think we'll leave it at that. Hey, thank you so much for jumping on this podcast sharing all of your like knowledge and wisdom we covered like so many different topics there and like oh man you're such a bro and i love the wavelength you're on and thanks for motivating me and thanks for motivating other people thanks for just sharing all the good stuff and being like an example of someone who just like knows what they want to do have have become conscious um about like themselves and the path that they want to be on and like they're sprinting towards towards that goal so it was just as like a last question because a lot of the people in my audience are like entrepreneurs who sort of chased the cash, chased whatever success or achievement looks like and sort of haven't gone down the awareness consciousness path mm-hmm. and they've got to this stage in their life where they're like, all right, I want to like, like what's next. I need to invest in myself. Yeah. Um, what would you say to um, people that are in that position?
1: Well, firstly, thank you for saying all those nice things. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's, okay, man. it's just um, honestly
0: appreciation to my man.
1: Thank you. Um, well, I would say that if you don't have a, you know, you could chase after other people's version of success mm-hmm. and the success that society says you should have, mm-hmm. if that's not coming from an internal place of following your intuitive guidance then it's going to feel hollow and there's nothing wrong with making money of course and there's nothing wrong with pursuing something business-wise but it has to come ultimately from a place and a decision that you made and you know the career path that you want to choose otherwise you're going to get to that spot okay i achieved it so what part of that is you know if you're constantly attaching your happiness to a future goal or a business goal, and you're not happy because you think, oh, I'm going to do this thing and achieve this thing, and then I can finally relax or be happy, that's not real. You're going to get to any milestone that you achieve in your life. And then what's the next thing? And that's a good thing, right? Like it's, but you have to realize and internalize that your happiness and your satisfaction with life is accessible now, independent of what you've done or what you're going to achieve and, and and what milestones that society pushes upon you. So, it's, it's a question of sitting down, thinking about truly what you want to see your life play out in the next 10 years. Do you want to be physically mobile, fit, uh, financially independent? Do you want a family? What kind of work do you want to be doing? Really crystallizing that and It can be tough to to analyze like, oh, this path I've been down my entire life and the university course that I studied is not really what I wanted. So that has to be done. You have to write down what it is that you want, break that down into daily steps to take, while simultaneously knowing that all of this stuff is a process and your happiness can never be tied to something external to yourself. Otherwise, you're just going to be constantly looking for something to fill this bucket which, you know, has a hole in the bottom. And you're like, oh, well, shit, you know. So my advice would be to really think about what it is that you want to do. What's your version of success? And partially that can be, mean anything. But pursuing that without regard to what everyone else thinks or says and understanding that you can never focus too heavily on one side of it, like the physical side bodybuilding is great but if you focus too heavily on that then you're going to suffer if you focus only on the financial and then your health suffers then you're you're going to suffer from that as well and socially spiritually all of it needs to be present and you need to have individual kind of goals that you are pursuing but ultimately not attaching your happiness to those goals understanding this process and understanding that your life might not play out exactly how you planned because a plan is only a plan and it never accounts for everything in the future that could happen so yeah a few few points on that hope everyone uh can can gain some value
0: i oh, do 100% like you just you just speak in the language that needs to be uh, spoken my man like seriously <laughs> i hope to join join you up there on mount olympus soon man i'm oh, already yeah. there brother you're already there uh, that's it man um, yeah dude like thank you so much and my pleasure
1: thank thanks for having me
0: yeah dude all good for anyone listening i'll get the show notes ready and i'll post all of the stuff um for Zolbra um on there and all of these different links and the book recommendations and the sub recommendations and all that stuff but before we go it's just like where do you like where would you most like people to follow you or see you
1: uh yeah i'm on all socials uh twitter at Soulbra, uh, Instagram, Real solbra Soulbra.com. We have Soul Sups if you want to follow the supplement stuff. Soulcast Apparel uh, is on Instagram as well, and Soul Soulcast Apparel. We have shorts, hoodies, t-shirts. That's uh, been a great project to to be a part of. Uh, but yeah, if you follow me on any of the socials, I have my Telegram as well, Soul Nation. I can share a lot of stuff on there that I can't really put out on the other social networks. Mm -hmm. Uh, So YouTube, of course, you know, follow one of them. I'll post about the stuff that I do there. So find me there.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, man.
1: All right. See you, brother. Have a good day.
0: Yeah, mate. You too. Thank you so much for getting this far into the podcast. As a token of my appreciation for the loyal listeners, you can get a $50 discount of your first month inside the Set the Standard community. That'll help you double your business and reprogram your mind. We have two live group coaching calls per month eight modules and challenges, and an exclusive network where you can meet all the men who are setting the standard in here. Please use the code PODCAST, capital P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to get the first $50 off of your first month. Can't wait to see you guys in there.